Welcome to the ministry of Reverend David Edigenfi. Reverend David is the founder and president of Kingdom Mystery Center Worldwide. He is an end-time apostle mandated to raise mature sons of God who will explicitly manifest their identity in Christ. Reverend David has a dynamic music ministry and is the author of Dangers of Wrong Marriage. His strong passion for soul winning has spread Jesus for all missions and evangelistic crusade ministry. Now listen to Reverend David Edgenby. Fight unto him. Are on you, 
So in your presence, we receive grace, we receive strength, we receive utterance, we receive mercy, and we receive your power and your anointing, Lord, to be relevant tonight like never before. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for the power of the word. Thank you for the church and the build up of your church. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, come on. Hallelujah. Wow. Let's take our seats. Last week, we spoke about the signs to see when there is disunity. Is that not it? And I made you aware that for a church to be disunited is actually, not just a church, any sign of disunity is a great opportunity for Satan. Any sign, any time you see disunity, anywhere, anywhere. Raymond, quickly sit down, be fast. Anywhere is a great opportunity for who? For Satan. Disunity among friends. Disunity among churches, I mean within a church and among churches. Disunity among brethren. Disunity among whatever, families. The moment you see that, it means that you have created a platform for Satan to take advantage or giving Satan opportunity. And any time Satan is looking for somebody to strike. Okay? Anytime, anytime Satan makes you a target, he tries to bring disunity. Because the force, we understood last week, the force that we need to overcome Satan, okay, is mostly hidden in where? In our unity. So the Bible didn't say, and he overcame him. He said, and they overcame him. And they overcame me. In unity, we are able to overcome Satan cheaply and easily. Hallelujah. So anytime Satan wants to overcome you, he wants to attack you, he always wants to separate you. He always wants to take you from a place where there is what? Unity. Because the moment he doesn't do that first, then the force for the 10,000 now will rise up against him. Do you understand it? Or you don't understand? How many of you were here? We're not here last week. Okay, okay. So you don't understand the force of the 10,000. So when I talk about the force of the 10,000, the Bible says that one shall chase a thousand. And it says what? Two shall chase what? 10,000. So the moment there is unity, then there is an increase of what? Power. There is an increase of power. So when Satan wants to do something to a person, okay, the first thing he has to do is to separate you from a place where there is high voltage of power. Now, if you are staying around where there is uh, high tension, okay, it is not wise. The law is that you must be about, is it 50 feet or 50, 50 meters? In fact, you must be 50 meters away from a high tension before you build your house. But right now, people are building under it. People are building under it. With time, you will get cancer and you will die. 
when you are when you are staying under high tension, the current works on you, and don't forget that you have, you are you are a conductor of electricity, so you conduct it. It goes through you. The worst is when there is moisture, when there is rain, there is moisture. Eh? You conduct electricity easily, and this thing is going through you, but you don't know. When you are sleeping, you are dreaming. It's going through you. Zulu, 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 zulu. It's part of your dream. And you don't know. Why don't you why why shouldn't you stay under that? And they are expecting you to go 50 meters away from it. When you go 50 meters away from it, then the power does not have influence on you again. So when Satan wants to have you, he takes you some meters away from where the power is high. Are you understanding what I say? So by the time you realize you are far from a father who in agreement you were doing great things. And you see, this is one of the reasons why Africans don't do well. When you start something good with somebody, oh, I want to start a company, okay? Like I'm about to launch out Big Dot. Now Big Dot is not, uh, the, my motivation sincerely about Big Dot is not money was not money, but definitely I don't want to lose. <laughs> you understand what I'm trying to say? My motivation about Big Dot is the fact that there is no better instru- restaurant in this town. And when I have a person like uh, Prof. Manasi come to me, and we want to sit a place and talk, I can't find a place. I can't find a place. So I decided fine, then I have to set up a place where people, big guys will feel comfortable and come and have what? A tic-tac with, I mean, just come and have a chat, pick some few things. And because of the class of people who may be coming there, I'm not really interested in serving alcoholic drinks and all that because these are people who are also thinking about their health now. These are people who are heart conscious. These are this. So now look at some natural stuff. So you can build anything in town. I don't have a problem. I'm not in competition with you. My lane is different. <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say here? So, um, you realize you start listening and you bring people on board. And by the time you realize it, then somebody will also say, you are a big dot. I also want to go and start small dot. You will separate it. And what happens? You realize that the strength of the vision now begins to get weaker and weaker and weaker. It happened in heaven. It happened in heaven. Amen. Satan is an expert of disunity. And when he's able to disunite you, then he can take you from God to the extent that he took one third of angels from heaven. Angels that were standing in front of the presence of God, they could see God. God, you are here. Me too, I'm here. They see the power of God. They see everything. They can sense God. They see the glory. They see everything. Satan was able to convince them to give up on all the goodies they were seeing and follow him to this earth. You never know where Satan can drive you. You never know. Sometimes even when you are getting more anointed, that is when you feel more disunited. When you are getting more glorified, ah, you see, ah, you see, that is Tino. Yeah, the guy, the guy is annoying. When he holds the mic, all of a sudden you realize that Tino feels like he doesn't want to talk to, uh, I mean, um, small boys. Like, I mean, some of us, you, you are not anointed. Right now, like, I'm a star. 
you, you, you are getting the thing. Like I'm, it's like it's like I'm a star, and it's like I don't grease my voice. If I, it's like I don't sing with the choir again. I'm above the choir right now. Our standard is not this level. In fact, even this time, I won't invite us. I won't sing because our level. One day, I heard a minister from this time. I heard a minister from this time. I can mention his name easily. A minister, small boy, and he started rising small. I heard him saying that when you sing in this town, you will leverage with the local people and you don't make him part. So he doesn't normally sing. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't if I mention his name to you, you'll be very surprised. As I'm saying it, eh, his name is in your mind. You know the person. I will never tell you that, but you, you told yourself. So when you go, say, my pastor said that a certain guy this, but this is the name that came into my mind. I'm sure he's the one. At least I can help you as a guy. What do you think? Yes. So you feel more anointed. You see, being feeling more anointed even has the power to do what? To disunite you. Listen to my language. I'm selecting my words very well. I didn't say when you are more anointed. I said feeling, you feeling. You are feeling so. <laughs> you are feeling so. Yes. That you've organized a program and people are coming and oh, Charlie, you begin to feel like you are the most anointed pastor. And you, you are, the local pastor, they are not your level. You are not, you are not at your level. Recently, I called, a, I called a pastor and I said, I want to know about it. Look at council of churches in down here. He said, oh, they are not strong. He started telling me many, many. <laughs> then he told me, he said, come and join the whatever. He said, why? I said, I feel like, I told them, I said, I feel like belonging to something here. I said, I feel like belong, I have to be part of something here. Okay. And I have my reasons. I have my reasons because one day you need them. One day, one day, you will need you will need them. You understand what I'm trying to say? And it is wise because I realize that all things are coming together. Why? The moment there is headship, that means that there is formation of the body. So the formation, the prophetic formation of Akimada has begun the moment a chief is brought. So if you don't have prophetic eye and you don't have understanding of things of the spirit, you remain where you are and you will miss it. So watch it. Many things are going to be reformed. And if we don't understand these things, we'll deform the formation. So immediately, there must be proper regrouping and definition of doctrines and definition of vision. Other than that, by the time you realize, pastors have become politicians and uh, traditionalists and all those things. They will appoint certain things and by the time you realize, you are not. And if that demarcation said that definitions are not done, the authority of the very groups cannot be defined. The authorities of the group cannot be defined. Hallelujah. Yeah. So all these wisdoms are not for you now. <laughs> Amen. So what was I talking about? So I was telling you that Satan, and some of this is, is actually the manipulation of Satan. It's actually the manipulation of Satan. Can I tell you something? Very Satan never attacks a believer as a caricature. He always attacks a believer as an angel of light because he knows that you are a child of light and you know light. So when he comes in light, you will accept accept him. But when he appears as a caricature, if a person is not born again, he's a traditionalist. When you go to his shrine, you see her. Like you see statues, different designs. 
wild things. And they'll be making like, making planted some things and making it. Then they'll put fire on their body and they'll be burned. They will look wild and wild. The moment we, we, we don't need prayer to know that this one is demon. <laughs> Do you need prayer to know that this one? You know, the moment we see that, oh, this one demon, no, we know it. We know it. But when he comes, how many of you have watched the program's progress? You have watched that movie. When he comes like that beautiful gentleman with a white beard, oh, my brother, can you come in? You have been traveling all this while. Come in and take some water. Ah, is that not kindness? In fact, one, one of them at the point he was even holding a, a, a book like a Bible. Satan changed himself like a pastor and he was holding a book like a Bible and he invited Pilgrim Progress to come inside. When he entered the house, they realized that he had entered Satan's house. Or can't put it to Mubampe. Yeah, many of you, that's how you are. That's, that's the thing, the, the situation you find yourself. Amen. So he will never appear. I'm telling you, he will never appear to you. Sometimes, do you know how he will come to you? He will come to you as your wife who has gone to hear something about you. And you come and tell today when I went to town, do you know, I heard this and I heard this and I heard this. What me? Then he changes your heart and then unity between you and her. And you think that your wife is the one that loves you. It was Satan that came. It was Satan that came. But you didn't know. Are you understanding what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So he will come to you in a certain way. The focus is, you see, ask yourself, this thing that is, is, is coming to me at this time, is it going to enforce unity or is it going to promote this unity? The moment you're able to see that this thing is bringing this unity, then you should know that old guy who showed up in the uh, Garden of Aden, asking if has God said, what was his plan? He was actually intending to separate Eve and Adam from God. Bring this unity. If he doesn't disunite, he becomes powerless. That's one thing. And he's a master in disuniting you and then keeping you in disunity. That is why the Bible said God is not an author of what? Confusion. God is not an altar of confusion. So, anytime you see confusion, then you should know, including prophecy that brings confusion in a family. Ah, you. Look at you. Look, look at your face. Look at how beautiful you are. Ah, but in the realm of the spirit, I see that. Ah, now, what describe your sister? Meanwhile, you love your mother, isn't it? Ah, me who want both my friends. I come and can't show me who said DB, me who said J, I said J, J. Hey, Woman of God told me. He said, mother, your mother is a witch. He told me, me, my mother is a witch. And I told her, I want seven times of her witchcraft. She said, what? What I say? I said, yes. So why are you saying that? You don't have to confess that. I said, I will say it a thousand times. I said, you know why? 
This witch you are talking about is the one that prayed me to salvation. So if a witch can pray me to be saved, I want seven times of this witchcraft. I want seven times. More salvation for me. Perfect salvation for me. Today I was with my mother. When I went, I kissed her. I hugged her. I put my hand in her hair. I rubbed her. I did what my daddy would do for her. Yeah, because I'm the next daddy. My daddy's not around now. I'm taking care of the back. What do you think? Yeah, she was happy. And I spoke with her. Encouraged her. She, I allowed her to make her, all her complaints. I was complaining about plenty of things. She likes complaining. <laughs> complaining about plenty of things. I allow her. Sometimes you have to allow them to talk everything they have to say. Let her, don't get angry. Eh? Don't get angry. Let them talk, 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 talk. Like, you know how Auntie Emma can talk. Let her talk. Ah, you just leave her. Auntie Emma, wait, wait. You'll be very surprised. Talk, talk, talk. Talk. And I saw my wife talking with the mother. Because I said, I Do not allow anybody to come and bring this unity to you. When you see it, you should know. The next thing is that when you see this unity, right after this unity, it's, it's a great loss. It's a great strike from Satan. Satan is about to strike you painfully. He's about to cause you to lose something which would have been gainful. This unity. Hey, do you know somebody can, somebody can love you sincerely? Eh? Love you sincerely and he will send you with 100 Ghana. And it was left with just 50 pesos. And he never returned it. And the person's heart chained towards you. Hey, 50. This guy doesn't tell the truth. He doesn't tell the truth. And no, no, no. It chained to us. And your life, it ends. And what's going to happen is that maybe the person is even planning to probably help you travel out. And then he changes his mind. After every disunity, there is nothing. There is no testimony. There is no testimony. And I can put my hand on my chest and tell you that. It is never well with people who leave church. They don't, it doesn't go well. Though. Especially when you leave, when the devil is drumming for you. And you leave. There is no church that is perfect. I said there is no church that is. There is no perfect church on this earth. Yes. And I'm going there. I'm going to teach you something tonight. There's no perfect church. So, wherever you think that you are being offended, uh, they are saying this about me, wherever you go, they will say it. They will say, I'm telling you, they will say, they will talk about it. They will talk about it. Not too long ago, they were talking about, uh, what's the brother, uh, brother Evis, yes? They said that he has become fat. All of a sudden, after our grew, no, he too has become fat. Hey, hey, so you so should be slim. He should be small. Spending every day with God, would you be fat? If you are spending every day with God, you will be fat. You will be, in fact, he's not fat, he's looking better, he's looking improved, he's looking better, he's looking more excellent, he's looking more handsome. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, as I took his old picture and I was looking at Le Grand that is the, the, the tongues for that. <laughs> Hallelujah! Yeah, and the churches. 
started talking. I mean, people were saying it. Why? The question I'm asking you, just think about it. Why do you think? It looks like a joke. It looks like a joke. Sometimes that's how Satan is. He can make a comment that says, like It looks like a joke. But you know, he's targeting certain minds. Why do you think Satan is saying that, oh, this man, now that he started getting money, now that our father is going on, now he's looking fat. Why do you think his target is to disorganize our father? Bring this unity. What do you want us to do now? No, the question is that if you take me to Kimpinski, how much can I spend? How much? Look, how, it's not about how much I spend, it's about how much I can eat. Do you understand? Because when you, when, when you go to Kempiski, eh, you will buy soakings. $150. Oh, you are seeing her. $150. That soakings I can use five Ghana in my house. So it is about how much I can eat, not how much I can spend. Because how you can spend it, it depends on where you go. Yeah. If I go to Monster and see if you, you pay for a room more than 100 Ghana. Seven day. But if you like go to Golden Tulip with 70 Ghana, even the gate man will not open the gate for you. So where you go is the focus. It's not... Yeah. Am I saying something very important here? Yes. Satan is always looking for opportunity. He wants to take you. Satan's target is to take you from this church. Satan's target is to make sure that you are not part of something. Satan's target is to make sure the choir is not working. Satan's target is to make sure there is disunity among pastors. Satan's target is to make sure that you are not happy in the church. Satan's target is to make sure that you don't like your pastor. Satan's target, because you are sitting as I'm preaching and I'm saying something about something, even if I cry, you will be a fool. You will be a fool. Why do you say what's seven America? And you what's a mini move? Last time, come on, sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, Bobby. Oh, Bobby. So, who can? Amen. That is Satan's target is to make sure you don't unite with where power is. So, he wants to take you meters away. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? He wants to take you meters away. Yes, the Bible says that Demas has forsaken me. How did it happen? He said, after loving the world, the love of the world, the love of the world is <laughs> an attack from the, the devil. He has forsaken me. He doesn't love church again. Demas doesn't like to come to church again. Is there any demons here? I pray that every spirit that hunted after Demas, if it is hunting after you, may the blood of Jesus strike it. You'll be very surprised that your love for nails, lipsticks, and your love for fashion, your love for certain things, by the time you realize this thing is taking you far, your love for business is taking you far, your love for certain secular music is taking you far, your love for certain uh, friends are taking you far. Because he has loved the world. Because he has loved, you'll be surprised. Your love for your phone, your phone, social media, your love for social media. Hey, your love for social media can let you hear something on social media and you never pay tight again. Your love. Demas has what? Forsaken me. What well, how did it happen? He fell in love with the world. Fell in love with the world. Sorry, the sir. 
business mind. No one has a Hey, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm and but you will love, you will love that worldly person. And by the time you realize all the things you must do for the Lord Jesus to be happy, you stop. You love Demas, who was with Paul. Paul was crying, said, Ah, Demas has forsaken me. As I'm saying, as a pastor, many people have forsaken me. Yes, I have people who forsook me because they love husbands. Certain husbands, they forsook me. I have, <laughs> you don't know. You don't, you don't know the things that can let you forsake your, your pastor or your brother or your choir or your, you don't know. You don't know. That's why you're there. You don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no one, no one, no one, not two, not three. I, I, in, in this church, I have had many uh, husbands being the reason why I have been forsaken. Yes. I don't know whether they wanted me to marry them or not. I don't, I don't understand. But I don't know. Ah, this husband. <laughs> Amen. Amen. They forsook me. Forsake, they forsook me. Some of them have blocked me. Yes. Blocked me. They blocked, blacklisted, blacklisted, and deleted. You know when you delete, you can't you can block. So you block and you delete. That one, you forget and eternally forget. Yeah. Block and delete. It's a type of message one that I'll preach. <laughs> Hallelujah. There are a lot of instances. Others today have muted me. Yes. So that when you call, man of God, you alone, the ringing tone will never ring. They, they don't want to, by the time they realize it's a missed call. Do not disturb. No interruption. Yeah. One day I called somebody. And I said, you have not been calling lately. He said, that is my life already. You know that already. He said, oh, he said I used not to call already. How has changed? I said, oh, it looks like you have been a little bit rude. If that's what you think, I'm sorry. Like, ah. Immediately my heart be started changing. <sighs> Did I call at the wrong time? I said, well, I don't know why you called. So I can't tell whether it's wrong or right. <sighs> You know, no, you know, no, you know, no, you know, no, what the, the power of this, you don't know. Demas has forsaken me because he has loved the world. Why did I call somebody? I said, Why are you coming to church? I said, My husband said, I shouldn't be part of the church again. Hey! I said, What did we do? He said, Well, I can't, that one I can't explain. Hey! Well, mommy, show down. My husband says I should not be part of the thing again. Yeah. Yes. When I was talking to a lady, a man of God, a woman of God, you know what she said? He said, My husband, God has revealed to my husband that my mother is a witch. I said, So now that your mother needs you, as a woman of God, why do you fear a witch? He said, It's not a fear, but I have to use wisdom to stay away. I said, Ah, stay away from which one? Even witches are intelligent to know that when you think you don't know them, they know where you are staying. So why are you staying away from? Ah, 
The Bible says that you should you should do good to your enemies and you will heap coal of fire. He said, You don't he, he told he told me he said you don't understand the scriptures. <laughs> he said, My husband, my husband said that my mother is a witch. That he started to- telling me dreams. Yes. You, you don't know, eh? <laughs> you don't know the things that are going on. And I'm here to let you know today, if you don't hear anything, I'm here to let you know that any sign of disunity means there's a target on your life by Satan. There is a target on your life by Satan. Satan, he wants to do something to your life. Why is that all of a sudden a friendship which is working? It's working. Something is working. Then all of a sudden, disagreement. And this one passed here. This one passed here. Do you know that God said that he dislike divorce? Are you aware of that? No. When we say God is like divorce, we always think about marriage. It goes beyond that. God is trying to tell you that I hate disunity. He doesn't like it. Because in the midst of this unity, he cannot do much. He can't do much with you. God is able to do much even in united prayer. Eh? In united prayer. When people are united and they are praying. The Bible said in Matthew 18, the verse number 17. If you can put it on the scripture, just put it there. Put it there. Matthew 18. He said, and if ye, 18:17, and if he shall neglect to hear them. Then, okay, let's go to 19. Jump to 19. Very like say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth touching anything, anything, you want a husband, and the two of us come together, we pray about a husband for our sister. She wants money, as for women, they like money. So you want money, you pray about one money for her, and you want you, we are together. The Bible says, if two of you you can agree, agree. The word agree means that if you can fall in harmony. Do you understand it? If you can agree touching anything from above, anything that he shall ask, it shall be done for them of my father, which is in heaven. Because God is a lover of unity. He loves unity. So when he sees, when he sees that people are united and they hold their hands and they are praying, Father, we pray for KMC, Lord. We pray that let your grace be abounding. Lord, let there be revival. Today they came. Yesterday they they were here and tomorrow they are planning to even add a fast and they are praying and they are praying and they are one day by the time you realize there is a huge revival happening why because god is a lover of unity can god have you to unite with somebody tonight can god have you to unite with somebody tonight you must make it a target and a plan because if you can become a very powerful necessary tool in the hand of god you must be somebody who can easily unite Yes. And I'm going to show you three components of unity in the Bible. You must be. Hallelujah. The truth is that we can never win a Kimoda as divided saints. We can never. I'm telling you the truth. KMC, I charge you. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May the spirit of unity blow in here and unite us at every point. In the name of Jesus Christ. We can never, never become anything important that bears testimonies if we disunite. I'm telling you the truth. We can't. I believe that 
power of the church, okay, the power of the church is not like before. But I believe that the maturity, okay, the maturity of things in this church has shifted high. Instead of shift, when the, the, the maturity of things shifted high, instead of we sustaining the power also, the power is not like before. Why? Because we feel anointed, like I said from the beginning. We feel anointed. We feel grown. We feel now we are intelligent in the things of God. And because of that, there are things that we are supposed to do together. We do them individually. But many years ago, not too long, even this auditorium, by the time it comes, people are sleeping here every night. Every time there's prayer going on, people are praying. The following day, you realize we are on the street, preaching everywhere. And what happened? This town was just turning upside down. Everything, everything was working. Working everywhere. Working everywhere. Man of God, I disallow you to sit at the back. I beg. I beg. I beg. I beg. Come quickly. quickly. Yes, let bring him. Bring him. This is, the, this is where we cannot dishonor the place where we preach honor. Yes, it can't work. Every you are welcome, sir. That's Pastor Paul. Let's put hands together, Pastor Paul. Yes, that's the son of one of my fathers, Doctor Pell, the man that preached me. Eh? Recently, I was looking. At, I was asking myself. He gave me a Bible. I love the Bible. He gave me a Bible. Did you have the Bible? Hey, I don't know that. I don't know that. Then you have to visit him. You don't like his team. <laughs> Amen. So, you, we, we saw, no, how many of you uh, 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 attest to that fact that there was, there was so much power just some few years back. So much power. And you, you cannot, you, you cannot stay home that you are coming to church. No, church, no, sorry. And then It means that you go home and you come. But yeah, yeah, coffee. Yeah, people were sleeping here. People were bathing there. You know, you know that that small room there. It's not a nice room, but they used to call the place Cave Abdulam. Cave Abdulam. You come and see people there. This brother today is sleeping in a self-contained house. He was sleeping there. That small room is a maker of men of God. That's made a lot of men of God. I'm waiting for that guy. What's the name of that that man? Jaru, if Jaru becomes a man of God, then we know that everything is, everything, the place is really, really anointed. <laughs> Amen. Amen. We sleep here. People, are, you wake up at dawn. Dawn. You come here to dawn that you want to uh, probably come and pray. You think you have charged. Maybe bump her secretly. You think you are right first. Somebody's already there. We don't go home and come. We are here. We are here. Where's the power? All of a sudden, this unity started. This unity started. I'm telling you, I say Satan will never do anything until he has created what? This unity. I am here to let you know, never allow yourself to be that agent of this unity. Never. Never. There are certain consciousness that I'm going to communicate to you tonight that by them, you should never allow yourself to be because more unity, more power. I said more unity, more unity. I think it should be a slogan. More unity, more power. That's the truth. More unity, more power. 
Where two or three are gathered, ten thousand are being suffered. When it becomes four, what happens? When it becomes twenty, hundred. Didn't you read it? The Bible says that we, we together, we have the mind of Christ. More unity, more power. Yes. And no force of darkness. No force of darkness. No force of darkness. If truly we are giving graces in measure, then where my grace cannot handle, your grace can support me. So more unity, more power. Look, our unity has power to win an unbeliever. When I was coming up in scripture union, one of the things that I loved, I loved was the fellowship of the brethren. The unity that existed. We were so together to the standard. When my, my mother cooks your love for me, I carry it to Presby camp to go and eat with the brethren. You know that one? Your friend of anointed water. If you are part of the brotherhood and you don't drink dokuns, you are not anointed. We love it. David's dokun. When he finishes, we will go and fetch. You see a fever. And look, it was the reason why when we vacated, I want to run home. I want to come on because I want to meet the brothers. I want to see Kwesi. I want to see Charles Donko. I want to see Gideon Danso. I want to see, I want to meet the brothers. I want to, we, because when we come together, ah, a la grando shibelete, hey, it was something else. Even if you don't feel like praying, you pray because by the time you go there, you go and see Ben Amafu there. I remember Ben Amafu used to preach a certain prayer setting with before we were like, we're all learning it. like, hey, it was some way, it was not easy, it was not easy. There was fire, man of God. Fellowship meeting started at 4 30. By two o'clock, the whole place is getting full. And it's not like we are waiting for a preacher, man. There's no pastor in that church. It's not a church, it's a fellowship. There's no, we, we are all brothers. Brother Joe, Brother Kwame, and Brother Sam. We are all brothers. Yeah. And so we're going to meet brothers. So you realize you have to lead yourself by the Spirit. The Spirit, ah, I miss it. I miss those days. The unity got so strong. Every major crusade that was organized in this town was organized on the, uh, the, by the by courtesy of what? Scripture Union. It was by Scripture Union, Joshua Kazvosa them came to this town, Ajinasari them. We had to organize all these things because more unity, more power. And there are a lot, there, there, there is no great man of God in this nation who had never passed in Akemoda. Yes. Yes, I'm telling you the truth. More unity. So do you know what the devil started doing? The devil started tagging this town as a witchcraft town. Just to discourage people from. But we are here. Here we are. Yes. So Satan always will target the unity and he will break it. I'm going to show you something. You'll be very surprised. He will break and when he breaks it, I say, know that you are the target. Know that your protection is the target. Your healing is a target. God, God does much. God does much. You see, that, the Bible says, Holy Spirit, help me. I, I have a lot of things to say. I don't know which one to say first and which one to leave. The Bible makes us understand. Listen, we are baptized into one body, not two. We are baptized into how many? 
And our consciousness is that we have one Father, one Spirit. We have one Lord and one God. We have one, and we must be one. And when he died and resurrected, he was ascended. You know what he said? He said, Father, let them be one as we are one. So God loves unity. He likes unity. And he is strong in unity. The power of God, the anointing of God is strong in unity. There is no need for any showmanship. That you are the one that does this. And I'm the one that is doing this one. And I'm the one that is doing that. And so what? Somebody must do somebody, something for somebody to continue it. Is that not it? Do you know what people have done in this town? Do you know what has gone on? Ah! So you want us to see you alone. And you are the one that sinks well. Everybody sits down. And, and so what? And so what? Do you know how much power you would have made available? If you had allowed Kobe to back you, if you allowed Kobe to sing some, if you allowed this one to do some, do you know how much power? Tell me, the most relevant musicians in Ghana, they are all, they have all stayed in unity. Tegu system, daughters of glory, Jesus. They are, these, these are old people. Old people. The moment if like, so winners. They used to be strong. The moment this unity came, Abolo, Wakabolo, Jesu. Where are they today? So winners took Christian praise and worship to another level. At a point, at Sundays, every church was sing so winners praises and adoration. But today, where are they? More unity. If this church, if your church will lose its power. Is because you lost your unity. Hey, even when you are failing and you are together, it is difficult to fail. It is difficult to fail. Haven't you realized that if we are together and at least one of the sticks is on fire, it sometimes causes the whole bunch of sticks to catch fire. More unity, more power. So don't give up. And don't be the agent of what? Disunity. Ah, look at it. You see what Big has said. Big, big told me this. Big, big. big said what? We are not g- group of angels. I said we are not what? Group of angels. Yes. Recently, I spoke some way to my wife. I didn't like it. Yesterday, I went to kiss her. I told her, I'm sorry, baby. I didn't really mean to do that to you. I was irritated. I was frustrated. I went through a lot. And yes, three days ago, I was lying down. And said, ah, this is the reason why I did this. Oh, this was eating me up. Oh, and she became a victim. As I went to her yesterday night, didn't I do it? Say it if you're a bonnie and kabeka. More unity, more power. We are not a bunch of angels. Oh, Tino, you are an angel. Angel Tino. Angel Tino. Hey, above 14. <laughs> we are not angels, oh. We are not angels. So we can hurt. That's why Jesus told us that offenses shall come. Whether we like it or it will come. So brother, when you are, when you are packing your bags to travel, like, leave a space for offense. When it comes, put it there and continue your journey. Leave a space. Don't be tight. Don't look some way. Leave a space. Allow yourself to get through it. Jesus was offended. Your master was offended. Even the Holy Ghost he has left a space. So the Bible has advised that grieve not the spirit. He knows you will grieve you. He knows. Yeah. 
You don't know, eh? Even my pastors, I have stubborn pastors. Stubborn. Some of them are very stubborn. Hey, sit down. I'm standing. I said, sit down. Daddy, do I'm standing. I'm sitting in me party. I'm standing. <laughs> hey, stubborn. They, they offend me. Offending left and right. Offending. Hey. When I entered my office today, he offended me. The moment I entered my office, I said, "How? How come my office is smelling like this?" He said, "I have not taken notice of it." I said, "Why should I take notice and you not take notice?" It's an offense. <laughs> it's an offense. <laughs> Amen. No, do you understand, baby? You got the point. You will be offended, dear. You'll be offended today. I call you. Couldn't pick up. Should I be offended? I shouldn't. Okay, I won't be offended. <laughs> Amen. It's an offense. So allow, allow yourself, okay? Do you understand it? Allow yourself, let it come, but don't be. Do you understand it? Let it come, but don't be offended. Don't get offended. Because when you allow yourself and you get offended, what is going to happen is that the devil is going to succeed in working, you see you as an agent of what? Disunity. I learned something today. I was with him. You didn't know I learned it. We were working at the site and we saw a crack in the building. I said, Chairman, come and see. Look at this crack. We stood and said, Ha, ah, how did it happen? Was it because they were striking the top there? Because they have been hitting with more hammer. Grang, 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 grang. You know, they are fixing the burglar proofs and the uh, passing guards and all those things. Grang, 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 grang. I said, Hey. And you know, already they have branded us in this town that we are, we are, we are, we are, we are so I'm trying to see the Shantra war, what will happen to it. But they have proven that that thing is stronger than a, blo- a block building. Because they have hit it and they realize that it is not easy at all. Say, hey, the thing can be hard like that. So how come there is a crack? And then the expert came. When he came, do you know what he told me? Do you want to say it to yourself? I should say it myself. When he told me, he came, he pointed to a certain place. He came to stand there. The crack was here, but he, the crack was here. Like, if, the, if this is the wall, <laughs> the crack is like here. But he came to look at the cross section of the wall, okay, down there. And he saw that there's a joint, okay, that a caco was supposed to connect to another caco so that we give it what? The binding wire, then it hits its face. But there has been a what? An open, there is distortion there. And he, he came out and said, Daddy, come and see. This is the reason. I stood there and said, hey, The power of disunity. The moment that the, this one said, No, I won't agree. I won't put my head to your head. I'm going left. You, this one said, you to go left. I'm going right. Then the crack started coming. Just like that. So I asked him, So what will happen? What will happen? He said, Daddy. He took me to another place. He said, come, Daddy, come inside. I went inside. He said, you see that this crack is not here. He said, since it is not here, don't mind this one. <laughs> yeah. Clap for the expert. Yes. That's Bible technology. Yeah. Since it is not here, don't mind this one. Sometimes we have to draw a circle around that agent of disunity and make sure we treat her or him in a way that 
he or she will not affect others. So the Bible says that mark them and do what? The church is the most powerful force on earth. Most powerful force on earth. But the force, the strength of the church will never be recognized until we are united. I'm telling you, we think that uh, Bill Gates has money. We think that uh, Elon Musk has money. I'm telling you, wait until the church be unified. Wait and until the church, the body of Christ, be properly unified. Then you will understand what, what we call millionaire and billionaire. There, would, there, there, there is nobody powerful like a unified church. Hey, that it will cause God to leave heaven and come down. Charlie, something is going on down there on earth. I have to come and see. This, then he said that these people, they are so united that there is nothing they said they had to do that they cannot achieve. We have to change their language and their... So you see, something has to happen to you for you to disagree and be disunited. Say, my father, my God, have mercy on me that I will not be the agent of disunity. The enemy is going around like a lion, looking for who he may devour. Don't allow yourself. Ephesians chapter 1, uh, chapter 2, the verse, the verse number 13. I want to show you something. I have six minutes to work out this. I want to point out something to you, which I'll continue next week. Okay? I want to point out something to you. Now let's read. He said, but now in Christ Jesus. Okay, before then, let me let's start from uh, Ephesians chapter 4. Let's start from Ephesians chapter 4, verse 3. Then I'll come back. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 3. Then I'll come back here. Now look at something. There's a, a major, there are major statements. There are two major statements I'm going to point to you here. He says something. In fact, said the bear yam seven bear then. Yes, starting from verse 1. Okay, let's start from verse 1. Look at it. It said, I therefore. Paul is the one speaking. He said, I therefore the prisoner of the Lord. Paul saying this means that I am a prisoner because I'm serving God. What Paul is trying to say is that it means two things. It means two things. Paul is trying to say that I don't have my will. Why? Because I have sold out my will completely to the Lord. Whatever I can do, wherever I can go, whatever I can see, whatever I can be, must be in alignment with what the Lord expects from me. So, I'm a prisoner of the Lord. <laughs> he said, I'm a prisoner. Number two thing that Paul was saying is that Paul was arrested and he was in prison. And he was saying that if I am in prison, I am in prison because I love God. It's not because I stole. It's not because I... He said, I have been in prison because of the work of God I'm doing. So he said, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, I am telling you, I beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called. So Paul is writing a letter from prison to the Ephesians and telling them that the call of God upon your life, the vocation. So I'm here to let you know that your calling can become your vocation. And your vocation can become what? Your calling. So that you are, you are a doctor, but by, by, by the call of God, this work, this work you are doing, 
actually is a calling. There are many people who are doing secular work. Listen to me. There are many people who are doing secular work, which is truly a call of God upon their life. For example, Joseph was not serving God. He was serving Pharaoh. Pharaoh is the head of the world. That's the head of Egypt. And Egypt is a sign of the world. And Joseph was in the administration of the world. Secular work. Not demonic work. There's a different. I've told you. I've explained in this house what it means to be secular and what it means to be demonic. And I've explained to you that it is not all secular songs are, that are demonic songs. And it's not all Christian songs that are spiritual songs. Some, the, you see some of you think that when you mention the name Jesus in it, that means that it becomes spiritual song. No. No. Let me ask you a question. You know what I'm saying? Why why don't you want to sing? You say it's a secular song. I don't like it. Okay, what about? Is it a gospel? Is it a gospel? (laughs) Shall I know the national anthem? What is national anthem? (laughs) How will you categorize it? Do you understand what I'm trying to say? So you see, and oh, oh, oh Lord, thank you. I wish I have time to explain certain things here. Then you will understand where the unity of the knowledge of Christ is. When we talk about the knowledge. Ah. I'm loaded with matter. Hallelujah. So he's selling us with all loneliness. As you are advancing there. As you are advancing. And you see, this is where you see the relevance of health ministry. This is where you see the relevance. The moment, one day, uh, last two months, I had schedule back to back, back to back, back to back. And at the point I broke down. I broke down. Meanwhile, I, I was preaching for a church. I preached the night before. Then the next morning I was supposed to preach at a pastor's conference. And then I broke down. When I broke down, I called on Tino and I called Sandra. And they rushed to the house. I said, Charlie, I have a meeting by nine o'clock. I can't do anything. They came home. They put drip on me. Do You would think that that is not ministry. That is what we call the help. So that is a type of ministry that gets the main ministry going. By the time I could realize, I missed the pastor's uh, this thing. By the evening meeting, by the time I could realize, it was around 8.30. I was on my feet again. I removed the drips and then, bam, I went to preach. Meanwhile, I couldn't walk. Oh, I was just down. Sandra came. They were all over me. In, put in gestures, put in here. Carry my leg, throwing it somewhere. <laughs> You. <laughs> but the time I could say Jack, I was strong and I was going. So sometimes setting secular vocation is actually a help ministry. It's a ministry. It's a whole ministry. It's a whole ministry. Let me ask you. If Joseph Arimathias, okay, if he had been in our days, we would have called him a, 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 a grave digger. Is that not it? When he dug his grave, when Jesus died, and he wanted a grave, a nice grave to sleep in, it was his grave that they used. That was a help ministry. Anything that, listen to me, anything that you are doing that promotes the kingdom of God, one way or the other, is a help ministry. It's a help ministry. Anything that you are doing, let me put it this way, anything that you are doing, oh, next week it will be very interesting. I'm telling you, anything that you are doing, okay, that supply one way or the other, setting energy to the main thing, 
okay, it's a health ministry. The Bible says that there are, there are five ministries that have been given. That five ministerial offices, pastors, teachers, uh, apostles, prophets, and evangelists. Anything that you do that makes this function work well, that is a health ministry. As before I came to preach, uh, Brother Kobe had come to sing and prepare our heart. That's a health ministry. And he's working on he, That is working. He's working in ministry. When you talk about ministry, and that is why I was explaining who a minister is. Because it is not just what you are doing. No. You should think about the result of what you are doing. You see, always be conscious of the end before you begin. And it will prepare you to begin well and sustain it. Amen. Yeah. Other than that, hey, you will do things and at the end of the day, you will not, it will not mean anything to God. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? A great man of God went to stand in front of God. Jesus is the one who came to tell the story. <laughs> he came to tell us. He said, at the end of the day, he said, some of you will stand in front of me and say, oh, I casted devils in your name. I did this. He said, I don't know you. Even that one, he said, that one, you didn't do ministry. You are not, you are not, you are not there. Maybe you were called to be church accountant. Eh? And he said, no. Me who said, so for preacher or fans, but he said, me to be a preacher. Hey, last week, daddy bought where the castle will be the bony seed. He said, me bought where the bony seed. Come back, do ma. Who didn't try? When I was going to church, I, didn't, I was thinking about how to give offering. No. I was thinking about because all the money in my pocket when I went beside, pew, everything was everything was gone. I need this, we need this, we need that, we need this. Pew. When I bought the last year, I told the man, I said, ask for now, I finished buying everything. No, nothing. If you ask for anything, I'll give you air. So when I came, uh, I was there, Revo came, said, Oh, Pastor, Daddy, your envelope is with me. Wow. Then I realized that I have offering. So God has prepared a sacrifice for himself. Yes. Don't try it. Be in the health ministry. Sometimes even sitting down and your smile to the pulpit is a health ministry. It's a setting ministry. That is why, you see, that is, that is what is making a, a, your pastor preach better. He, he looks at you and he feels like, wow. Don't be, exci- be an exciting church member. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Wherever you attend church, wherever you are, be an exciting church member. Learn to encourage your pastor. Yes. Don't look some way. Like I saw in my man, I beckon. Then walk on. That's what you say. No. Be exciting, man. When your pastor is preaching, give, give nice comments about it. Be excited. When I'm preaching and Reverend is with me, ah, you give me some fans and by the time I realize I'm, I'm, I'm on top. It's a help ministry. Yeah, I feel encouraged. As he stands up, I feel encouraged. I'll tell you the word is working. Yes. But you, when I see your face, I feel like singing bad now. Oh, Lord. I see my own. I feel like I was not called into ministry and I forced myself into ministry. Because, hey, your face is some way. Let, tell somebody, let your face minister. Let your face minister. Let your face minister. Ah. We don't get problem plus you. Let your face minister, brother. Let him minister. Sometimes we don't know whether we are we have uh, wronged you or not. What do you think? So sometimes we are be watching you. Okay, yeah, so by now. Well, please, now what's <laughs> Oh yeah, 
What I say to one, I say to all. It's a health ministry. Yes. Don't forget. It's a health ministry. One day Paul was preaching. Was preaching and he looked into the eyes of a certain man. And the man, the Bible said that when Paul looked into his eyes, he saw faith in his eyes. Like, I'm sure the man was there like, what? Wow. Wow. Then he told the man, he said, get up and walk. He, you see, he held the staring of the power of God by the expressions on his face. When if you like challenge me, go to prophetic services. Look at the people they prophesy that they are witches in their house, and there's a certain witch following them. They never, if, if you are going for a prophetic service, I, I'm challenging you wear a coat, wear a tie, look good, and go and sit in front. You'll be surprised that the man of God called you. Sir, they won't call you. Papa uh, Bajo, sorry. They'll say, Sir, can, you, can I prophesy to you? Charlie, you are smart. <laughs> I, I see, I see, I see. I don't know you. I've not talked to you before, but the Lord has a great plan for your life. And I see God, I see a door opening for you. In fact, I see a foreign door opening for you. <laughs> Now what could you change? What's wrong with home? But my boy, be nice to you Mommy, me who say if you fought for your real man, ube u. See that say that's all so that you cry, na. I say for that. Hey, so so. Even your dress can be a help ministry. Your dressing, your dressing can be a help ministry. I'm telling you the truth. Do you know something? Do you know that the gift of the prophet, eh, the prophet can minister it at any time. And when a prophet can prophesy, and God has no choice but to do it. And afterwards, God will go and judge the prophet and tell the prophet, I didn't tell you to say it. Why did you say it? So, you can stir the prophet up. It has happened several times in the Bible. You can stir a prophet up to speak into your life. It's possible. The Bible says something. He said that, Isaac told Jacob, he said, go and prepare for me the food that my soul loves and I will bless you. When Jacob brought the food and he ate it, ah, not prophecy, not prophetic spirit, not charging. So sometimes the behavior of certain church members can even let the career of the prophetic ministry make errors. So that time God told him, He said, You men, you look at what's outside, but I go and I look at the heart. It is Samuel, a prophet whose word never falls to the ground. The Bible says so. Carried oil, was going to Jesse's house, met the firstborn of Jesse. He said, Ah, behold, the chosen one of the Lord. God said, Hey, my son. He is not. You men look at what is outside. But I, God, I look at the heart. What was that? The appearance. Oh, my boom. The appearance. A guy, you know, he said, Wa look who stout. O pepe. O default said, Nyame hi neba. Nyame hi neba. E tu kwa shona dress e fine. The mature man said, So default be ye mistake kwa. Na enye mistake e ope se o wong koma mao. Me say, when the prophet 
even outside the instructions of God, engage the prophetic anointing, it will work. But God will not blame you. He will blame the prophet. Are we getting blessed right here? Yeah. I'll touch this later. There are two things I wanted to show you. I'll touch it later. I wanted to show you the two things God, there is one God wants us to maintain and there is one God wants us to attain. Are you getting it? God wants us to maintain the unity of the spirit and he wants us to attain the unity of the faith. What is that? We'll get there next week. Lift your right hand to heaven and begin to pray for yourself. Lord, let me escape every plan of the enemy to make me a target of an agent, as an agent of disunity. Any realm I'm walking that the devil is using me to disunite God, deliver me by your message. Lift your voice and begin to pray like you really mean it. Beloved, your, uni- your, your power, your attitude is needed for the unification of the body. Are you praying? Are you praying? I want to hear you pray. Come on, lift your voice. Let us unite in prayer. Lift your voice. Hey, from the altar to the pew. Show me the areas, the things that I'm doing that is causing this unity, things that I'm allowing that is causing this unity in the name of Jesus. Words from my mouth, loose from the eyes, things I hear, things I do that I may not be a victim of this unity. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Alright, so I'm allowing three questions at this time. Three questions. If you have a question, quickly, let's ask it. And then, Have you been blessed? Yes. I've been blessed. So, so, so when we tell you to <laughs> come to church, dress well, is KMC force. That's how they both address you. Yeah, correct prophecy into the addressing. We're trying Bomb tight, my best hand. Jimmy, Jimmy, me goggles. Number two. Whom yes, can you hear it? Ah, mommy, me who says can you be a waro? Nankabakade. She'll be another guy and say, Oh, pass right, dress ye. I will show you, I will show you. Hey, after, after, next week, eh? If, if, if I'm able to finish early, I'll, I'll be moving into the spirit of excellence and that was the next topic i'm supposed to treat the spirit of excellence then you begin to see that so for even in the palace or in nebuchadnezzar let us look for a man upon whom the spirit of excellence is found that spirit of god is there we said it's a spirit of excellence is found that we may commit to him this assignment not just say there are certain assignments in palaces sir. without the spirit of excellence. Oh boy, yeah, yeah. You have to be a different believer, not be just in style, oh. in life and in style, so that you have the lifestyle. 
there are Christians who have the life of God, but they don't have the style of God. And there are some of you who have the style of God, you don't have the life of it. We need the lifestyle. Any question, please? Okay. My boy wants to ask. Please, thank you for the opportunity. You're welcome, boy. disguise himself how he was Satan. So when in situations like that, how do you escape from those situations? Yeah, that's an intelligent question. Can you put your hands together for the Lord for such a... Do you know what he's trying to ask? Eh? What he's trying to ask, he's trying to ask about how to discern when setting light is actually darkness. That's what he's trying to ask. How to discern when certain light, what you think, ah, this one is the, the, the spirit of God. Next week, I'll continue from there anyway. I'll con- uh, it's part of my message. That is the unity of the spirit. Mm-hmm. But you must submit to the authority of the Holy Spirit. And hear me, all of you hear me. There is no way the spirit of discernment, I mean, the, the, spirit, the gift of discerning of spirit, eh, can find fullest expression in your life without the mantle of humility. There is no way. It can't happen. Number two, what I mean is that if you are not humble, you cannot know. Because it is humility that brings you to the place. Satan cannot bring himself down. He always wants to exert exert himself and look like something he is not. It is in humility you will be able to be taught. Because the basis of any discernment, hear me and never forget this. The basis of any discernment, whether discernment by maturity or discernment as a gift of the spirit, they are not the same. We have discernment as maturity. That is growing into discernment. Your ability to judge the things of God. The Bible says that you are able to know all things and judge all things, but you cannot be judged by any man. To bring yourself to a place where you are able to tell this is right or wrong. And then there is a gift of the spirit called the gift of discerning of spirits. It is specially for you to detect that this guy has a right spirit or not a right spirit. Eh? There is no gift as the gift of discernment. There is no gift like that. Discernment is a sign of maturity. And it is birth by committing yourself to the, to the leadings of the spirit and also submitting yourself to the word of God. Your ability to stay with the word and be taught by the Holy Spirit. Now you, you realize that your senses get so trained. Now you are able to tell what is God and what is not God. That realm is called discernment. And when you begin to see discernment in high rank in a person's life, then you should know that his wisdom level has also increased. It is nobody, no, even including the gift of the, uh, the, the gift of discerning of spirit, it can never function effectively without strong knowledge of the word. Because you cannot judge. You can judge. Yes. For example, Psalm 1 verse 1. Psalm 1 verse 1 and 3 to 3. Let's look at something here. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, 
nor sit in the seat of scornful. Watch something. This thing, no, no, bring it back. <laughs> this thing, it synchronizes. He said, blessed is the man that walketh not. First of all, you, are, you walk by what? Can that be you advance by what? Counsel. Is that what it? And any man who ad, whose advance is not on the predication of the counsel of a worldly person. The Bible says that man is blessed. That means that if I take counsel from any worldly person, this scripture is not fulfilled in my life. So how would you know? The person is not a witch. The person is on your baby born. He's told you, I love you, baby. I love you, I love you, I love you. But the guy is not born again. So, how would you know that this nice person, if I believe in him, I will end in destruction? This scripture will give you wisdom. Blessed is the one who walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. So, the moment I know this, sweetheart, I know you love me. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time and your counsel. Thank you very much. But when you leave, you go for the word and look, or you go to a godly woman. Mommy, this is the thing. What do you think? And you realize that this woman, because she's godly, the Holy Ghost has expression in her. The Holy Spirit will lift up counsel in her mind. Tell her this. Tell her this. Tell her this. So that counsel you can trust. We call it descendant. Ability to judge. Eh? But it's not the same as descendant spirit. You, you have to know the word. Oh boy, you got a point? You have to know the word of God in total so that you can judge from the, the readings of the word. Amen. Am I done? Yes. We'll talk about more things. Maybe next week. Any other? All right. Thank you very much. Um, Please, I wanted to find out. So, in case I'm in the body of Christ and I realize that... Don't say that. Say, as I'm in the body of Christ. Thank you very much. As I'm in the body of Christ and I realize I'm the one causing the crack. I'm the one causing this unity. And I come to a realization. What's the first step I have to take? She said, you are so blessed that you have realized it. In fact, the fact that you have realized it, that Charlie, I'm the one causing this thing, is a great thing. Because let me tell you, your ability to realize is a proof that you have submitted to Jesus. <laughs> then, the next thing is, you need the ability to obey. Okay? So, what should I do? What are you doing that is causing the disunity? Is it gossip? Is it slander? Is it backbiting? So what does the Bible say about this? What should I do? Go on your knees first. First of all, repent and ask for forgiveness. And then thirdly, ask for help by his mercies. When that is done, rise up out of prayer with confidence and boldness and power in you, ready to obey. Go say sorry to whoever. Repentance calls for work. If you say you have repented, Go back, go say sorry to whoever ever you went to tell the lie to that brought the confusion. Sweetheart, I'm sorry. In fact, I didn't, I didn't expect this to happen. I was just looking for certain attention from you. That's why I did what I did. I'm sorry. He didn't really say that. Oh, when you do this, the Holy Spirit will help you. Thank you very much. Final question. One two, three. God bless you. Thank you for listening. 
If you enjoyed the podcast, you can subscribe. You can share with your friends. Take a screenshot and share it on your social stories and tag us at KMC Worldwide. For more information, visit kmcworldwide.org. Thanks again for listening. God bless you.